4: 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 2, 3, 2 1. 1. Let's
3: go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Good
5: morning and welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, January 25th. It is 5.30. This is the pre-show. Thank you guys for getting up with us. On this Tuesday morning and checking in, as usual, we love seeing your check-ins. You can do that via Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM, or you can do it on our studio line where you can call or text us at 702-364-9400, just like Aubrey, the Texas Moore family, Deborah Cujo-Sandel, Jim in Michigan, Rudy, Brian S., Rick, Diana, and Sarah. We have Dawn checking in, Martin checking in, Angie checking in. Thank you guys for that. And here we are on a Tuesday. How you doing this morning?
1: Good. Uh, it was a good start to the work week. How was How was your day actually? How you feeling right now?
5: I'm doing okay. I had a kind of a lot going on, family stuff yesterday, trying to uh, take care of some some stuff on that end. It was kind of happened last minute, um, uh, late last night. So just on the phone with family a lot and dealing with some stuff. But uh, everyone okay? Uh, yeah, everybody. Everybody's good. You know, we're just uh, trying to to get some stuff together family wise but yeah everyone is good and but yesterday before all that chaos uh, erupted it it was a really nice day I got home somewhat early and uh, I got to get my workout in, got to just kind of relax. I didn't have a whole lot going on in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, it was a really really nice day. I got my work done so early, which never happens. For you, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm usually up until, you know, 9.30 or 10 working on stuff. Mm. So it was just a really mellow, nice, low-key kind of day for me.
1: How about you? Uh, what I do? Is, you know what? So uh, my wife, Laura, has Crohn's disease. I've talked to that, about that before. And about two years ago, uh, 2020, she started this real heavy um, drugged to to help her uh, Crohn's disease. It's called Intivio. It's like an infusion. And she's been around for the past couple years, and she saw some results, but she just didn't see the the results she wanted. So her doctor changed to the, her drug to a new drug called Stellaro. It's the same thing. It's an infusion. And she had that infusion for the first time yesterday. And um, afterwards, she was, she was just Dead tired. She was so tired afterwards. So It was kind of a quiet night taking care of her last night. She's fine. Woke up this morning. She's all good. But last night she got home from her infusion. She's just like, whoa, I, I feel it. She was wiped out after that last night. And hopefully this will be the one that really, really helps her out. She does this infusion like once every eight weeks. And I think every Three or four weeks, she goes in. She actually gets a shot to help her out as well. So hopefully, this is going to be the one that really takes and uh, changes the game for her.
5: Well, that's good news. I hope that I hope it is too. I hope that this is a, a turning point. I know you guys have uh, struggled and dealt with this for a lot of years now. So hopefully, this is the one.
1: Yeah, and uh, we had the uh, Big Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, the big gala last October, I think it was. And obviously, everyone there is affected by the disease, and, and she's been on this Intivio drug. For two years and talking to people, all these 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 other ladies uh, that are in remission and they're all on this other drug. And it's like, whoa, okay. This one seems to be working for a lot of people here. Maybe we should talk to our doctor. And he's like, yeah, this is the new one. This is helping a lot of people. So we shall see Uh when- What happens?
5: Yeah, that's really good news. I'm glad to hear that. That's great, Steph. How are you doing this morning? What's going on with you?
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm actually planning for this weekend. I have two remotes. I'm going up to Casablanca Hotel in Mesquite on Friday night. Yeah, Yeah. the balloon festival. Yes, the hotter balloon festival. We're really excited about that. Me and my husband James will go out there. Unfortunately, we can't bring Momo, so we're just trying to figure out sitting situations. But we think we have something coordinated. Um, And then Saturday, I'm going to be at a Chapman remote, so it's a busy weekend. I'm just trying to get work ahead and yeah, I love working ahead versus just trying to cram everything up last uh, minute. I know
5: you're not a procrastinator, <laughs> which is good. You yeah. never have been a procrastinator. Not that since I work with you, that's for sure.
0: You meet me in college? That's a different <laughs> story. <laughs> you can't Learned. do uh,
1: you can't do pups at Mesqu- up in Mesquita, Casablanca.
0: I don't think that their the one I'm staying at is pet friendly, but their sister resort is. So I'm not staying at the sister resort down the street. I think it's Virgin River. Yeah, um, Virgin River. I think is pup friendly, but I don't think the you Casablanca. At Casablanca? Yeah, mm, I, don't know. I know. But Momo will be fine. You'll M- just Mo's gonna have a party.
5: Yeah, <laughs> Ma- party at
1: Momo's. <laughs> Jackson and are coming over. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> Bring the treats.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them this morning. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Because the Night" by Ten Thousand Maniacs? here in the club by
1: 50 cents or do
5: you want to hear somewhere only we know by keen
3: so i
5: Those are your choices. Just tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
3: Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
1: This one comes directly from TMZ. Adele says her Vegas residency was postponed because of a massive COVID outbreak on her crew. But multiple sources connected to Caesars Palace claim the real reason the show was on ice is because Adele's displeased with the production. TMZ sources say Adele was unhappy with various set pieces acquire the sound system and other items associated with the show several sources say they could not satisfy her production demands they say she felt numerous elements were quote were not good enough It continues. TMZ reports that people at Caesars were shocked when Adele canceled at the last minute. Crews have been hard at work on every aspect of the show since last December. The show is ready to go, according to Caesars. Now, as for COVID, TMZ says that their Caesars sources can't speak to Adele's crew, but the Caesars crew was ready, willing and able. And they say they can't understand why she waited until the last minute to pull the plug. TMZ reports that Caesars is hoping to pull off at least some of Adele's February slated shows.
5: Um, I know someone in the mix on the show, and, uh-huh. and they were saying that they found out about six hours before that she made the announcement. Mm. They found out about it. And, were, it, it, yeah, they, they had their COVID testing area all set up. Like, everything was ready to go on their end. And so, yeah, they were definitely very surprised by that.
1: Yeah, it's such a shocker. And then TMZ pointed out a bunch of Adele's past cancellations that she has yet to make up. So they're saying, will she even? Will the show even happen? We'll see. But they, they pointed out Adele canceled a couple Wembley Stadium shows in 2017 because she had vocal cords issues, issues with her vocal cords, or she postponed them, and they have yet to be rescheduled. So we'll see what happens with that. But speaking of Adele, she still has the number one song in the country. Uh, he- Easy on me. It tops the Hot 100 for a 10th week for Adele, and this now matches her record that she set with Hello back in 2015. And then this song right here uh, I know you like this one, Mercedes. We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto has moved to number two on the charts and becomes just the second song from a Disney animated film to have reached the charts' top two positions.
5: So catchy. Say it like every couple of hours, just start singing it randomly. It's not like I love it. I mean, I like it, but Uh it's
1: just one of those songs that gets stuck in your head. It's right there in your head, huh? And then uh, they're saying that meatloaf. That his album, Bad Out of Hell, and also a bunch of his singles, should be tops in the charts again because after his his sad death last week, his sales just skyrocketed. His album sales jumped by 19,000%, song sales skyrocketed by 34,000%. So expect to see Meatloaf in the charts next week. Poor Meatloaf. That's sad. Uh, Are you watching Jeopardy? So Amy Schneider, she hit this Jeopardy milestone last night. She is now ranked number two in all time wins. The win happened last night. It was her 39th straight win. She surpassed Matt Amodio, whose final episode aired in October, and she sits behind only Ken Jennings, who has the record of 74 straight victories, which he did back in 2004.
5: And I watch every night just to see how she does. I Yeah, it's very exciting. I, I, I'm i really enjoying her run, She and she's destroying people. Oh, she just she's not winning them? by a little That's bit. Great. She's winning by a lot. She's
1: won so far $103 million, and it's kind of funny. She's running after Jennings' record. $103 million? $1. $1.3 oh, okay. I was like, wow. Yeah, that would be pretty intense, That's right? That's insane. It's mixed.
5: You're
3: standing on the bridge. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1554. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z.
5: Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock, Tuesday, January 25th. Thank you guys so much for joining us. On this Tuesday morning, it is still dark out there, but last night we went on our walk. I, I went with my daughter. She wanted to go on a walk and I I already worked out, but I was like, I'll go with you. And it was nice because it's five o'clock. And it was still a little light out. Yeah. As opposed to, like, total darkness. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. What's the procedure? What's the procedure? We're starting to get stay lighter, longer. So I'm very excited about that.
1: I'm loving that, too. I think I left Channel 8 last night, just after 5 o'clock. And uh, as I'm getting out of there, I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't feel so rushed. You don't feel any like anxiety. of It's dark out. i got to get home and get my work done and get dinner done. I'm a huge fan of, of what's happening. Happens every year. I'm nice very excited about this, though. So yeah.
5: Yeah, just got to be patient with it. Last night, uh, we we are watching there's so many good shows on right now like we plowed through the season 4 of uh of Ozark they're saying that the the next seven episodes of the this season should be out probably in about 3 months they haven't officially named a date but they're just they were looking at like the the way they've done it in the past and so right now we're we went back to righteous gemstones which if you haven't seen it <laughs> that show shocks me on the daily. Every time I watch it, they say something or do something that is completely shocking. It is a great show. It's about this, like, televangelist family. And uh, the things they say and the things they do, I'm really... It is so inappropriate, but it is so hilarious. We are so laughing at this show right now.
1: And that's uh, definitely not a kid show, right? Oh,
5: God, no. No, 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 no. no. I haven't seen it. Yeah, definitely not on that. Also watched the, the Golden Knights game last night. Got a nice win against the Cap. So caught that and then went right into that show. I don't know if anyone else is watching it and what they think, but it is so funny. I mean, it is so hilarious. The things they say, I just, I'm really enjoying it right now.
1: Steph, did you watch the UNLV basketball game last night? I
0: didn't. Hmm. I know, not a true fan. Hmm. I need to watch it.
1: They lost to San Diego State last night.
0: Oh, that's a torn one because I love our (laughs) basketball team. But you know, I will rep our SDSU, my SDSU Astegs.
1: Have that team pride. That's good. That's I kind do. of the college spirit. That's good. You're outnumbered in this town, but that's a good thing.
0: I am outnumbered, but I know there's some fans out there that come from San Diego State that live here now.
1: They represented.
0: We did. Go Aztecs. S-D-S-U. <laughs> fight, fight, fight.
1: I, I watched the first episode. I see. So for as far as Ozark, I didn't watch much of season three. So I, st- I tried to get into ep- season four, episode number one. And I just, I think I need to I need to go back and watch season three. Because I'm going into that. I watched like that recap that they have, that two or three minute recap. So I kind of felt they knew what was going on. But so much stuff was happening. I'm like, why is this happening? Why are they upset over this? Why is he mad at her? What is going on? So I think I need to go back. Because my wife watched season three. She just watched it without me. So I think I need to go back. And and get caught up before you can truly get vested into season number four.
5: Well, yeah, there's a big thing that happens in the last twenty seconds of season three, like that you need to know. Like it's a big part of season four, so you def. I would definitely do a do a binge of season three, get through it that way. You go in knowing what you know because yeah, there's a lot going on and it goes right into it. So I just get anxiety watching that. That's why I like watching. The other show better. Steph, the show that I'm watching now, you just put a note up here. What's the show? The
0: Righteous Gemstone Ah, Okay, that's the show. I think James was watching it, and he said that he was trying to get into it, and he kind of fell off. At first, it was hard to get into, and
5: then I stayed with it, and then really funny things were happening, and so I stuck with it. But, yeah, it it took a couple episodes for me, too, so I totally get it.
1: Let's talk about today's show. Uh, Coming up here in just about 15 minutes, those tickets for you to go see the script at the House of Blues. Also, it's Tuesdays. We have Try It Tuesday. That'll happen in the 8 o'clock hour. And then up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us?
5: Taylor Swift is mad, and she is not holding back. The most talked-about festival of the year has added another date, and now you can buy a cameo from one of the most famous rodents out there. That's all coming up next in What's Trending.
1: Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning and just about five minutes here we've got your tickets to go see the script.
3: Mercedes in the mornings what's trending on Mix 94.1.
5: Taylor Swift is trending this morning and she is not happy. Uh She is calling out Blur frontman Damon Albarn for claiming that she does not write her own music. He did an interview with the Los Angeles Times and the musician who, who fronted Blur and also performed as part of the group the gorillas said that it was hard to play a concert behind a piano than as part of a band so the interview the interviewer mentioned that taylor swift is someone who's able to pull it off to which he responded she doesn't write her own songs co-writing is very different to writing well Taylor did not take too kindly to that she responded on social media I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this I write all of my own songs your hot take is completely false and so damaging you don't have to like my songs but it's really bleeped up to try and discredit my writing wow P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself in case you were wondering <laughs> I mean,
1: good for her I mean the guys if you could- to say something like that, you know what you are talking about.
5: Well, yeah, and people, yeah, people's hot takes where they think they know the truth about something that they don't, and they they try to pull it off like there is some expert in it. And it's like you you don't know that. Why are you saying that? Why are you trying to deflect and make her look bad? It's just it doesn't make any sense to
1: me. The, I, was, I was looking at the actual article. Yeah, the, the guy whoever's doing the interview says, yeah, but Taylor Swift is an excellent songwriter. His response: she does not write her own songs. Period.
5: Oh, how do you know that? Yeah, yeah, you, you oh. The guy from Blur knows that. Okay, can you tell us how you know that exactly? Maybe
1: respond definitely. Oh, she does. I didn't know that. I thought she did. It just, she does not. It just There's the blanket statement right there.
5: Yeah, an hour after that tweet, Albert walked back his statement. He apologized, <laughs> saying, I had a conversation about songwriting, and sadly, it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. He uh, also said, the last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand.
1: In other words, the Swifties are coming after him and he can't handle the heat. Well,
5: that (laughs) and maybe he just realizes he screwed up on that one. So that is trending this morning. When we were young is trending this morning. The highly anticipated festival has added yet another date after selling out of the first two. The additional date is going to take place on Saturday, October twenty. 29th at the Las Vegas festival grounds. The festival will feature the same lineup on all three dates with a few exceptions. Some of the artists that will be performing include my chemical romance, romance, Paramore, AFI, All-American Rejects, Avril Lavigne, Dashboard Confessional. There will be a pre-sale beginning next Monday at 10 a.m. our time for fans who sign up for early access. You have to do that at whenwewereyoungfestival.com and then any remaining tickets will go on sale beginning at 2 p.m. that same day.
1: The three shows that's two separate weekends too. So this is going to be huge. It's going to be
5: fun. And don't be surprised if there's a Sunday show that gets added Good to that. Good I'm point. I'm just waiting. Show number down. four is when we were young, uh day seventy-six. <laughs> we're gonna have them we like them every weekend. Um and then finally this morning Punxitawny Phil is trending. Groundhog day is quickly approaching, and the star of the day will wish you good tidings for a small fee. Punxitawny Phil is now available to book on Cameo. Now, Cameo is the site that allows you to purchase greetings from celebrities like everyone from Lindsay Lohan to Chuck Norris to Lance Bass. But now the groundhog is getting in on the action. A personalized video will cost you 115 bucks, and the beloved rodent is willing to wish you more than just a happy Groundhog Day. Needless to say, Phil can't actually talk. So in most of the videos, he just blinks serenely as his handler, Rainmaker A.J. Derum relays the message, so I guess you have a little bit of an interpreter there, but it's still the groundhog, the (laughs) groundhog, and that is what's trending.
1: Let's do this. Caller 20, grab your phone, 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We
5: have a pair of tickets for you to see the script. Mix 94.1 presents the script at the House of Blues on April 1st. If you want to go, just be Caller 20 right now. We'll pick your category, or you'll pick your category. Category. You'll pick your partner, and if you get 6 in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's
3: time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
5: Yolanda, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up?
1: Ooh, one second. There we go.
5: Uh, there, there she is. Okay, Yolanda, pick a category. Do you want to go with Pie to the Face, Taking Notes, Peanut butter jelly time or take a vacay? Uh, I want to go with peanut butter jelly time. All right. Mm. National peanut butter day was yesterday. So these are all things you would eat with peanut butter. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? A coursecy Mercedes, okay, let's do it.
1: Yolanda very simple. you got sixty seconds on the clock. You know the drill. You get six cracked We get those tickets to go see the script and ladies, you start now. This is a
5: crunchy vegetable, and you might have put raisins on it too, with peanut butter. not uh, a not a carrot, cal- but celery yeah, yes, yes. This is what you um grape um strawberry. You would put this on your your peanut butter and this sandwich. Um, uh, skip. Uh, okay. Uh, this is, uh, uh, one of these keeps the doctor away. It's a fruit. Uh, Apple? Yes. This is, um, you might go to get one of these. It's like a, a drink with fruit blended together. Um, tomato? Uh, no, it's, it's like, uh, it's a drink that you, um, that you would get like with, with, um, all sorts of fruits blended together. Uh, Barry? Uh, let's pass. Uh, this is, um, when you, when you, uh, make two pieces of bread and put stuff in the middle, that is a...
2: Peanut butter
5: jelly? Uh, wait, wait, what
2: is, oh, oh, darn. Oh. This
5: was a lot harder than I anticipated. Oh, I'm so sorry, Yolanda. Please don't go anywhere. Hang on the line. Let's get you a, a consolation prize. We really got hung up on the second one, which I feel like sometimes the answer so simple and right there that we overlook it. and overthink things,
1: it yeah. It's jelly. Oh. And, and that
5: was just, yeah.
1: It's not, you know, some people make it sound so easy. It's it's not easy sometimes. It's, really it's hard. hard. It's a hard game. Yeah,
5: there's a lot of pressure. So that means Caller 20, right now, you are going to win these tickets to see the script. They're going to be at the House of Blues on April 1st. And if you want to go, Caller 20, you're in. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, 638. Sometimes you spend a little extra money on something just because it is so Worth it. Have you ever have you ever found an item that it was like, you know what? Maybe it cost me a little bit extra, but it was so worth it. What was it? 702 364
1: You know, for me, it was a Dyson cordless vacuum cleaner that I bought five years ago and it was three hundred and ninety nine dollars. And I remember buying that thing. No, Dyson's a high-quality vacuum cleaner. This thing was cordless, great reviews. It would be great for the pets and getting the dog hair up and everything. And it was Thanksgiving five years ago. That thing arrived, and that was a game-changer. That was so worth the money. But I'm going to spot now. Where the thing, it's it's pretty much dead. About two months ago, there's like a max power and a low power. The max power just it just like stopped working. And then every time I go to empty out the cartridge, like it starts to fall apart. So I put it back together. And then like the low power, that started to die. And over the weekend, it's just it's just not running right. So I'm now thinking about getting a new new vacuum cleaner because I do have a big old Dyson that I use for the majority of the house. And I was thinking about one of those Roombas. And I was looking at the cost; those aren't cheap. So in my opinion a Dyson core is so worth the money 3.99 but is a Roomba is it they're like 3 400 some nice 500 bucks is that worth the cost are they that are they that good
5: Well, I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. I, we have a Roomba and I love it. I mean, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, it goes out and it, it picks up the crumbs off the floor or any, you know, dust or whatever that's, that's, you know, kind of collected on the floor. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's not, it's not the same as a Dyson. The Dyson is more for those like, serious vacuuming and stuff. So if you're looking for something to replace that, then I don't know if that's going to be the thing that you want to get. Just FYI, Dyson has a pretty good return policy. Like if you reach out to them, they're pretty good about replacing things. So you might want to look into that too.
1: Even after five years?
5: I'm not sure, but we've returned our Dyson that we've had like the vacuum cleaner that that we returned and they took it back. So it was kind of nice. Oh, heck
1: yeah. After how long, though?
5: Uh, It was like a couple of years. I don't know if it was five years, but yeah, definitely.
1: So uh, so Roomba, because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something to and I've got uh, friends that have dogs and Roombas and they say you teach them. There's actually online tutorials of how to teach your dog not to attack your Roomba, because that was always been like my concern. That robot thing just moving around when we're not home, and Jack's coming at it, or Zoe coming at it, and then I come home and instead of having a clean house, I've got a Roomba that was torn apart by my dog.
5: Yeah, or worse, the Roomba ran over something that your dog left. That could be a mess too.
1: No, now the program not to do that. I saw some article about that, because when I was looking up training your dog, that was one of the articles that popped up. Roombas are smart enough now to know that, I don't know how they sense that that is not a pile of dust and something else, but apparently they're supposed to know better to not hit that.
5: They, uh, Diane? Yes. Hey, good morning. What Go is ahead. it for you? Uh, well, I just got my first down comforter and a duvet. Oh, my gosh. Such Amazing. a world of difference. Yes. <laughs> i never go back you, there is something it, it, the quality feels different and i love that you can just change the cover and just keep the duvet yep. it's like you you have you have the world at your fingertips you're not
1: stuck to just one look with the comforter but if you get a trick to putting on that duvet cover let us know
5: yeah exactly uh let's see let's talk to jeff jeff has some advice on the roomba <laughs>
6: So I've had both Roombas and D-Bots, and the D-Bot vacuums are much less expensive, and they do a better job.
1: There you go. D-Bot? Yep. B e e b o t. Thank you, Jeff.
5: That'll maybe last you another five
1: years, hopefully. Right. <laughs> all right. Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us?
5: Okay. Well, who plans to spend big? Spend big after this pandemic is over. We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the the biggest food related arguments that couples are having? And a man thought he had a hernia. Turns out he had a whole lot more than that. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the hot three.
3: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3
1: on Mix 94.1. And Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
5: So who's planning to spend some money once this pandemic is finally over? 6 in 10 Americans say they plan to go all out in the coming years by enjoying what they missed out on during the pandemic. This nationwide survey of adults found 70% are looking to have more fun with their finances over the next decade, with 84% planning to spend more freely because they created a financial safety net during COVID. 59% of Gen Z respondents, which are those ages 18 to 24, are more likely to enjoy their money in the coming years compared to 45% of millennials, 25% of Gen Xers, and then you have the boomers, the baby boomers, that say 36% of them plan on enjoying their money while also sticking to a very tight budget. When it comes to emergency funds, though, close to three quarters have a savings account set up for when they need cash most with an average of $3,800. $116 in the bank
1: outside of college. Are you planning on spending any money in the upcoming year?
5: I think so. You know, we've done a pretty good job saving, uh, during this pandemic. We haven't gone, you know, all out on anything uh-huh. really. And so we'll probably do a nice big trip or something that we've, you know, been looking forward to at some point. How about you?
1: Yeah. We, uh, I think we're, 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 talking about going back to Wyoming again this summer. I actually jumped on line over the weekend. We stayed at a really cool Airbnb last time. It was awesome right in town in Cody, Wyoming. And I went and looked and it was gone. I'm like, no. <laughs> procrastinated should have booked it last year when we were there so we started working on that trip it's always a fun one
5: looking forward to when we are all just going around freely again you know at some right? point. so also this morning they say that the best way to someone's heart is through their stomach which doesn't work anatomically but it does look good in a meme so if that's the case maybe we shouldn't spend so much time arguing about food in a new poll 45% of couples say they argue about where to go out to eat. And that's probably conservative. A while back, we heard that the average couple argues 156 times a year over where to order dinner from. The most common arguments about that couples have about food, number one, obviously, where to go out to eat. Number two is that my partner doesn't cook as often as they like them to. That came in second place. Three was one of us followed a recipe incorrectly What to cook for dinner is number four, and what groceries to buy is number five. Some of the other things on the list include what the grocery budget should be, where who should cook dinner, and 43% of people say they have dumped someone because they were a bad cook.
1: Oh, that stinks. Get out of here. For us, it's not not arguing about food, like where to go. It's more like, what do you want to eat? Because so many times I'll I'll ask Laura, I'm like, hey, I'm going to get flower child tonight for dinner. Do you want something? No, I'm stuffed. This is like two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I'm no I'm full at a huge lunch. I'm like, You're not gonna be hungry in five, six hours from now? No, 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 no. So I'll get myself something and get home and she's like, Ah, oh, you didn't get me anything? I'm like, you told me you were full, you going to be hungry for dinner. So now I know if I'm going somewhere to maybe pick up something that she might like, and if she's not gonna eat it, that'll be my lunch the next day.
5: That's a yeah, that's a good idea. But I did she should just say, Just give me an emergency meal instead I know, of having a, you guessing. That's what
1: I tell her, I'm like you're full now. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> stuffed. But you know, as time progresses, you're gonna start getting hungry. So think of think in the future no no i'll be full right
5: (laughs) finally this morning it seems like you'd see a doctor a little sooner if this was your main symptom but a 67 year old man in kosovo recently showed up at a hospital and said he had been having swelling in his groin for about a decade Well, doctors didn't know what the issue was, but thought it might be a hernia. He also told them he had only one of his uh, family jewels and the other one never really descended. So they thought, okay, that might have something to do with it, too. Turns out they were a little right and a whole lot wrong. He did have a hernia, but he also had a uterus. When they did surgery to fix the hernia, they found the missing family jewel, but they also found a uterus, a cervix, a fallopian tube, and one ovary. It turned out he was born with male and female reproductive organs, which is really rare. What he has is called persistent Mullerian duct syndrome, and only 200 cases have ever been recorded. Yeah, they removed everything that should not be there, and apparently he is doing fine now. And even though he went 67 years without being diagnosed... It did not affect him in the baby making department. The guy has three kids. Now look at him. So you know he just <laughs> he had a couple of sets of things going on there. You say what, doc? What yeah, is going uh, on? Well, maybe just get in a little sooner.
1: <laughs> it was just announced the When We Were Young festival. They've added a third date. Avril Lavigne is one of the headliners. That date is now October 29th, and tickets go on sale Monday.
3: It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
5: Four point one. Mercedes in the morning. It's 6.59 on Tuesday. Did you guys see that video of the Merrill Lynch uh, finance guy who went to a smoothie place and was so upset. This guy, he's he's a Connecticut man. He went in with a smoothie. He was there earlier and he had ordered a smoothie for his son and asked specifically that it not contain peanut butter because his son has an allergic reaction to peanuts. Well, apparently they they forgot or they weren't listening or whatever happened there was peanuts in there and his son drank it had an allergic reaction had to go to the emergency room which is terrifying so the guy goes back to the smoothie shop and starts like raging he's screaming at them he makes some um, racist comments. He throws the smoothie at these teen girls that are like standing there. So the guy, they called the cops on him. He's been fired. Um, I, I just saw he, this morning he, uh, he's been charged with a hate crime now because of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Did you see that video? I
1: haven't seen the video. But it's now looking, uh, looking up the, the story and everything. My gosh. Yeah. Man, I understand the, the anger and frustration of, of what's happening with the peanuts and your poor your poor kid now in the hospital because of this. And I understand maybe calling the business saying, hey, listen, this was supposed to be made this way. You didn't do it. Maybe just, you know, talk to your employees about it. But holy cow, racist rants and throwing smoothies, dude. You need to go to jail on that one.
5: Yeah, he's uh, they, they, he's been charged with that. And then um, his his lawyer made a statement that he deeply regrets doing that. And it, it was hey, all caught you. on video. Uh, obviously, he's lost his job because of it. And yeah, I guess the cops ended up showing up there. Have you ever had the cops show up to your work? And what was the reason why? Where you had to either call the cops or they just showed up there for some reason? What... Why did the police show up to your job? 702-364-9400. Have you ever had to call them to come out for any job that you had?
1: I had them show up unannounced once at the rental car place. So this was like 1996, 1997. I... My shift was over. Eleven thirty at night. I'm leaving the rental car place, walking to my car in the parking lot, and all of a sudden, this car comes and we, it was uh, right across from the Virgin Hotel. This car comes racing in off of Paradise Road, racing into the into the complex, like just speeding. It's like whoa, like almost like jumping out of the way from this car. I'm like, what's this woman doing? And next thing you know, like ten seconds after that, a cop car, sirens on, comes chasing in behind her. This girl was she did something, and she was running from the cops. She went racing through our lot. She hit a couple of rental cars. Cop stayed on her tail all the way through the the rental car lot. She realized there was no exit in the back, so she came racing back up to leave through the exit at, at the front, but it's um we have the spikes there cuz you have to show your rental contract and then they lift the gate and drop the spikes and you leave, but as she goes racing up. So they didn't drop the spikes, so her car hit the spikes. She got a bunch of flat tires rolled out on a paradise road, and the cops rolled up right behind her and arrested her. It was nuts.
5: That's uh, that's crazy. Dang. Uh, who else has had the cops show up at their work, either unannounced or you had to call them? 702-364-9400. And what do you think of this situation? Uh, this this guy just uh, texted us. We had a guy on my construction crew get picked up for a cold case murder um chad is on the phone wants to talk about the smoothie guy hey chad good morning what do you think
3: Hey, I just think that those girls should be held responsible, too, for reckless endangerment because he stated that she had a peanut allergy, and their neglect put him in the hospital. I'm not justifying what he did, but they should be held accountable as well.
5: I agree with you on that, that they should definitely be held responsible, but I, there's no way you can condone what he did. He did not handle that in an appropriate way. He's a 48-year-old guy, and he's throwing smoothies and, and verbally coming at them with, you know, very racist comments and stuff. He tried to get in the back, like he tried to break into the back so he could, I don't know, get near them. That, But I do agree. They got to figure out who made that because that could be a that could be a life threatening reaction, and the kid had to go to the emergency room. That's terrifying.
1: Yeah, you have to have that conversation with employees. They say, listen, when a customer says no peanuts, no whatever, you know, there's a reason why they're telling you that. You need to pay more attention when you're making these smoothies. I completely agree with that, one hundred percent.
5: This uh, text just came in and said, I had the FBI come to a doctor's office I was working at. They were looking for a patient and asked me to call them whenever they picked up a prescription at the pharmacy or made an appointment. I called when they. When they called for a refill And they got the guy at the pharmacy He was a known drug dealer This one says I used to work at a sandwich shop And one day a customer came in screaming It was about to throw the sandwich at me Because there was mayo on it Apparently she was allergic to mayo And she just started screaming Calling me a murderer For having mayo on the sandwich I was not the one who made it Oh, man. A lot of people.
1: (laughs) That was the last shift. The the, The wrong guy.
5: This text just came in in regards to the smoothie guy. It says the smoothie guy did not say he had an allergy. He just said no nuts. If he would have said allergy, they would have made it completely different. Oh, people. People are just. oh.
1: There's a lot of anger out there right now in the world.
5: There very much is. Yeah. Regardless of what he said or didn't say, he shouldn't have done that. But. If you haven't seen that video, it's all over. Just look up Merrill Lynch, Smoothie Guy. You'll see it. It's pretty brutal.
1: We got new details on why Adele canceled her show, and we'll explain in the dirt coming up in just about 10 minutes. This the Kid Roy and Justin Bieber on Mix 94.1.
3: We never gosh it. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
1: This is the big story on TMZ today. So Adele says her Vegas residency was postponed because of a massive COVID outbreak on her crew. But multiple sources connected to Caesars Palace claim the real reason the show is on ice is because Adele's displeased with the production. So TMZ's sources say Adele was unhappy with various set pieces, acquire the sound system and other items associated with the show. And several sources say they could not satisfy her production demands. They say she felt numerous elements were not good enough. And then TMZ reports that the people at Caesars were shocked when Adele canceled at the last minute crews have been working hard to get everything up and running since last December. They say the show was ready to go. And as far as COVID, TMZ says that that Caesars sources can't speak to Adele's crew, but the Caesars team was ready, willing, and able. And they say they can't understand why she waited until the last minute to pull the plug.
5: Man, it's just, I feel like we're going to get more of these uh, behind-the-scenes stories as, as things progress. And it'll be interesting to see If uh, this gets rescheduled if it does, when? Yeah, just a lot going on with this, but it's too bad because there's a lot of disappointed fans out there who are really excited to see her. I stand by my previous statement. You don't need a choir. You don't need, you know, floating waterfalls or whatever you had planned. Just go up there with a microphone and you're that's enough for, for most people.
1: And Mercedes is not kidding when she says floating waterfalls. There's a story in the sun where they talk about some pool thing yeah. where it looks like she's walking on water and Adele said it looked like some small little pond and she wasn't happy. And so there was a lot Because when I think of Adele, I think of, like you said, Mercedes, Adele on a stage, a piano. and You know, almost like Garth Brooks' stripped-down show when he came out at uh, Wynn. It was himself, his guitar, taking requests, doing his thing. That's, to me, that's Adele. I don't see Adele flying around on stage, walking on water. That seems like a lot for her.
5: I've seen her a few times, and... When I've seen her, it's just been... That's what it's been. It's been so simple, and that was what made it so great Mm -hmm. because you just heard her voice. She didn't need backup dancers or anything like that. It was just perfect. So I hope they get things worked out, but uh, maybe she's thinking, hey, if they're spending this much money to see me, I really got to pull out all the stops.
1: Uh, That's a good point. Uh, Dale, easy on me. This song right here, number one still. So this song has now spent 10 weeks at number one. As far as the artists who have spent the most weeks, total weeks, at number one, Mariah Carey leads that with 87 weeks total. You got Rihanna at number two with 60 weeks total. The Beatles, number three, uh, 59 weeks total. But Adele, she's moving her way up. She now has a total of 34 weeks at number one. She's tied with Elton John and Bruno Mars. She should pass Michael Jackson, who is thirty-seven, and then Beyonce is next with forty-one.
5: Yeah, you know she's going to add some extra weeks to that one. That's for sure. There's still a lot of life yeah, left in that. Still,
1: based on our picks yesterday, you like was it the Rams and Cincinnati in the Super Bowl?
5: Um, yeah. That well, th- that's what I'm hopeful for. But, yeah,
1: just based on picks and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And then I I said Niners and uh, and Cincinnati in the big game. Well, have you seen NBC's Super Bowl 56? The thing went viral yesterday, but not necessarily for a good reason. The logo has the Roman numerals LVI with palm trees in them because the game is going down at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. But the trees are red, and it looks like there's blood dripping down from the letters, and Twitter's having fun. One person called it CSI Super Bowl. Another one said it looks like a promo for Dexter. When you look at it, it looks like blood is dripping off this thing.
5: Yeah, it's very weird. Like, why did we make the palm trees? red why not make them green like yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the the color scheme behind it but whatever
1: lifehacker.com has a list of the most rewatchable movies ever tell me if you agree or disagree with some of these groundhog day from
5: 1993 i st- tried to watch that one time and i got so bored so i i would say absolutely not
1: <laughs> all right uh shawshank redemption back in 94 that came out for sure
5: such a good movie
1: a christmas story
5: during the holidays, maybe once or twice, maybe.
1: Die Hard, the original, 1998.
5: I've seen it a couple times, but I don't watch it all the time. My husband loves watching it. I caught him watching it over the holidays, and then we had that debate. The debate, debate yeah. yeah.
1: The, I know you like this movie, The Princess Bride.
5: Oh, yes, that's good. Anytime, anyplace.
1: Ocean's Eleven, not the original one. They're talking about the 2001 remake. Is that one of the most rewatchable movies ever?
5: The... The 2001... The George Clooney-Brad Pitt one, right? Yeah. Oh, um, I I mean, it's not a bad movie, but I don't know that I'd sit around and rewatch it.
1: Yeah, it's one of those movies... I remember it was, a, it was such a big cast, but like, hey, let's watch an older movie. I'm not going Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters.
5: Eh, not for me, but... It, it, it's a classic.
1: It is a classic. I, I, tried to, I started to rewatch it. it. Like, I feel like uh, last summer, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen Ghostbusters. That was a great movie. And I'm about 30 minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is different as an adult. It doesn't have the same impact. And then the uh, last one here, Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986.
5: I haven't watched that one in years, but it's a funny movie still.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it stands the test of time when you watch it. I,
5: w- I was uh, flipping around the channels on Saturday morning, and I was on Bravo, and they're playing Breaking Dawn part two. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I I love the Twilight series and I'm watching it and I'm just laughing so hard. Like, I thought this was a cinematic masterpiece when it came out and it is so cheesy. (laughs) It was so ridiculous, but I still loved every moment of it. I was just like, wow, I'm really watching this with the commercials because it's on live TV. But I was just like this. I can't believe how I thought this was like the greatest (laughs) movie ever. Now it did not stand the test of
1: time all oh, those books those movies what a time coming up next hour we have that apple homepod mini that is going to be yours when you win heads up at 25 on that one it's mix 94.1
5: Mixed ending 4.1 Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.30 Tuesday morning. Sometimes you put on a mask when you are dating someone. You want to put your best face forward and you, you want them to think that you are just perfect, that you have no fault. And then as time goes on, you start to get to know each other and you see, okay, maybe this person isn't perfect, but they're perfect for me. But did you ever learn something about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife? way after you kind of made that commitment. And what was it? Was it a deal breaker? There's a woman's story about her boyfriend's very weird sleeping habit that is going viral on TikTok. Now, She's she stayed at his place for the first time, and she found out that he prefers sleeping on a nest of clothing instead of using an actual bed. He has this huge pile of clothes on the floor that he calls his nest and they're getting ready to go to bed. And she, she goes to his room and there's no bed in there. He just has this pile of clothes and he's like, this is my nest. Let's go to bed. This is where I sleep. Now to her credit, she actually gave it a shot. She says she tried sleeping with him, but it was just way too uncomfortable. So she ended up going over to the couch, but that was something she had no idea uh, that that he slept on a, a nest of clothes. What did you learn about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife after you started dating? That you were like, hmm, okay, interesting. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred.
1: I'm trying to see the uh, the TikTok video because part. Maybe it was a different nest, like a nest of blankets or next nest of pillows. Sounds inviting. Something about that sounds inviting, just like falling in me engulfed by blankets and sheets and stuff like that. But clothes, like eh, the clothes dirty, is a dirty pile of clothes. Part of me is intrigued by the whole thing. I wanna see the video. For for me, I I, I started dating this girl in DC. And I would be on the radio talking about, I like wrestling, watching wrestling, wrestling. when would interview a wrestler, I'd be excited. Da, da, da. We started dating. I remember kind of like wrapping up a date early, saying, oh, I'm going to go home and, and watch Monday Night Raw or something like that. And she goes, you're really into that? I'm like, yeah. I talk about it on the radio. Da, da, da. She's like, oh, I thought it was just like a shtick or something. I'm like, no, I'm a big wrestling fan. She's like, oh. And like, she judged me for the whole thing.
5: Well, I mean... Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I was like, like, you you hear me getting excited about it on the radio. And this was 2001, 2002, and I was a much bigger wrestling fan back then. And she just, like, she kind of, like, held it against me. Like, didn't understand my passion for professional wrestling.
5: And is that, was that a deal breaker with her?
1: No, I mean, we stuck together for a couple more months until she... Cheated on me and got back together with her ex, but she she it was I could tell she was a little bit bothered by the whole thing. It just I think she looked at me a little bit differently, uh, knowing that a, I was a big wrestling fan.
5: That's uh that's interesting. Like you would think that if that was that big of an issue, she wouldn't invest that much time. So it sounds like it wasn't as big as maybe you thought it was, but it still hurts when you're when you're passionate about something and then the other person just kind of. On it, you know. Yeah, she's like
1: well, I thought that was like a shtick. I'm like, wait they are just faking it on the radio. Then I watch wrestling and like wrestling. She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, I really like the stuff.
5: That's funny. I I I think the one with my husband that I mean, he he was pretty much like what you see is what you get with me. And the only thing that I've discovered recently, and I think I've only discovered it recently because he's only started to do it recently. Is a sleeping thing. Like one thing I just I'm so grateful for is my husband does not snore. He is silent when he sleeps and is so nice. He is just so good about it. But lately in the middle of the night, he does something else instead of snore. He goes, when he's sleeping, he'd just be like
1: just like with his lips together oh like, i thought it was a different sound no it's not he's
5: not like tooting or anything like that it's I literally from his mouth his his lips do that weird
1: he's like
5: a horse like and i just kind of like look at him like what? Is he, what is he doing and he's like, <laughs> like what is that and i don't want to wake him up because i to me I, that tells me he's sleeping really well but uh-huh. he only recently started doing that like he was doing it all last night like all night and i kept waking up i'm like Okay, that's not snoring, so at least that's a good thing. But what is... What is that? Why is he doing that? And i have just... I'm kind of hesitant to say anything about it, but I think he has woken himself up doing it before. I don't want him to be paranoid about it, but I have noticed that just as of late.
1: Yeah, because he can't do anything about it. He's sleeping. If someone tells you that you're snoring. Like, okay, I'm, I can't. I'm passed out sleeping. I can't stop myself from snoring. Matt can't stop himself from making the yeah, sound effect. So it's gonna do him is. no good <laughs> if he comes out on him. He's like, I can't. I can't control it. I'm sleeping. And
5: I know. I know. I do much worse. I know. I will tend to snore every. Once in a while. So he's very patient with me on that. But uh, Steph, what does James do that you just recently discovered?
0: Yeah, and he didn't do this while we were friends because I would notice. You guys know I'm very big on the sounds and while people eat, I hate sounds while people eat. And James will grunt after he takes a bite of food. He'll take a bite. Mm. Oh, I hate that too. Oh my gosh! I'd be like, "How's your food, buddy? You sounds sounds like it's good." He goes, mm. He's moaning, he's grunting. I'm like, "Babe, relax. It's it's good." But oh my gosh, you're going over the top with the sounds. He, do
1: you think he was he? He? Do you think he knew? You know, like those sounds as we first started dating. He was trying to contain himself when he was eating.
0: I don't know. I think it's because he got comfortable over the years, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna let it all out."
1: Uh-huh. I think
0: guys do that a lot. Just like they
5: really are vocal about how their food tastes and I'm like, mm, yeah. mm, <laughs> JC does that. Mm,
7: mm, too. He, he yeah, I'm like,
5: okay. Is it good? <laughs> we get
1: it. <laughs> I think even last week mm. is, uh, I normally eat my lunch like at 9.30 then Mercedes comes in the studio we record a couple things and I had a different setup for lunch. I think I, I even forewarned her. I'm like, hey, why don't you come in early because things are going to get real nasty in here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's a lot of sound. Yeah, stay away from that. <laughs> um, the Hot 3 is up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we're going to talk about... <laughs> people that are just ready to quit their job the preparations they take are you one of them we're going to talk about that also now they're saying that this can reduce the risk of catching covid sign me up we'll t- tell you what it is and a guy emptied two cans of this item onto his body and it basically destroyed him. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3.
1: Oh, Mon is Skin, on Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Next hour, we have Try It Tuesday. And right after that, we've got your Apple HomePod Mini.
3: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And
1: the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
5: Over half of Americans surveyed say they have... A resignation letter drafted and saved for when they hit their breaking point at work. 59% of people say they have contemplated quitting their jobs enough to have that letter ready to go, but haven't followed through with sending it yet. Now, 34% reported quitting their jobs within the past two years, and nearly half of those resigning are members of Gen Z, 13, only 13% of baby boomers have left their jobs. The poll also revealed that the industries seeing the most employees quit during the pandemic are healthcare, real estate, And the hospitality fields, over half of those who recently quit a job, think that it was the best decision they made in a long time with 45% leaving for professional reasons and 29% quitting for personal reasons.
1: Yeah, I hear about a lot of people realizing with the pandemic what they want to do with their life and they're not going down that direction. So they're pivoting and and making moves to, to... Find happiness with a career and do what they want to do because life is so short. But anyone out out there have that letter ready to go? And how does that work? You get in an argument with your boss. Hold on one second, I got to print something. No, I'm maybe, out of here. Here maybe, you go. Maybe they
5: just email it. <laughs> no, I'm going to
1: print. See, print. Here
5: you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if, you, if you have one, yeah. When did you have it ready to go? You're just waiting for something better to come along? Or or what are you doing on that situation? Yeah. Also this morning, by now we all know what we can do to protect ourselves from COVID. Getting vaccinated, wearing a mask, social distancing, and so on. But now there's a more fun thing we can add. Drinking red wine. According to a new study out of the UK, people who consumed five or more glasses of red wine a week had a 17% lower risk of catching the virus. Now, scientists scientists believe it might be because of red wine's high content of polyphenol, which is known to help with the flu and other respiratory conditions. White wine and champagne also had an effect. Those who drank one to four glasses of either of those in a week had an 8% lower risk of being infected. But this is only for wine. People who drank any amount of beer or cider or anything like that, they were actually at a 28% higher risk of getting COVID. Oh, all right. Yeah, and people who drank five or more glasses of spirits each week had also an increased risk.
1: And there was a, something that came out a couple weeks ago about CBD helping p- to prevent COVID as well. So so CBD, red wine, uh, there's a little party atmosphere going on here.
5: Yeah, I guess. you just. Uh, I, I wonder if that's what's prevented me from getting it so far.
1: <laughs> all the red wine and CBD. Like, oh, that red
5: wine has been working. Go figure. <laughs> all right, finally this morning, you learn something new everyday. Day like that, this is possible. A 19 year old student at the University of Liverpool is going viral after telling the story after of how Axe body spray supposedly made his nipples fall
1: off. Oh, come on. How's this possible?
5: I know. And now he'll never have them again. He <sighs> he, he says it happened in high school when he was 15, and there was a dare involved. He was in the locker room when a friend dared him to empty two full cans of Axe body spray by letting them blast his nipples
1: with it. <laughs> Such a high school dare. So dumb, but so high school. So,
5: so high school. So the point was to see if he could take the cold. Spray deodorant comes out cold because it's under pressure in the can, and he didn't think it would be that bad, but it was. Now, he toughed it out and finished the dare by letting them empty both cans of body spray directly onto his chest, but then the friend decided to flick his very frigid nipples. Oh, come
1: on. He didn't flick them off.
5: They they broke off. <laughs> they
1: literally like just Mr. broke off. It's like a Mr. Freeze thing from yeah.
5: Batman. Yeah. The thing froze. He says that they were they were bloody at first but posted a photo of what one looks like now four years later. It's darker than you'd expect for a skin tone and it's basically flat. So it looks like the cold burned them off and now it's a weird dark scar he says he thinks it's funny now, and he has no regrets. You have no regrets. You have no nipples, but you're you're like no regrets. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> I am googling the weirdest things today because of this show. I tight out my say. Just googled man loses nipples from uh, axe body spray. Oh yeah, they're just they're really dark in there. But yeah, they're completely flat.
5: That's a, yeah. The, the, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare? <laughs> Anyone listening that you you look back and you're like should not have done that dare. If so, we want to hear from you. I I want to hear like the dumb dare that you took and how did that turn out? Yeah. 702-364-9400. Well, it
1: is it is try it Tuesday. We're not we're not trying this next no. hour. We have a nice one today, do we not?
5: Yes, we do. It's uh kind of timely as to some stuff coming up here shortly and it is also one of those challenges that is a little sweeter than usual, which we can take. We've had some, we've had a rough go at Try Tuesdays in recent days, so this one is going to be a little pleasant and something that a lot of people are talking about too.
1: I look forward to trying this. We'll do it right around eight fifteen.
5: It's Mercedes in the morning. If you ever want to join the show, if you want to comment, you can call us or text us at 702 364 9400.
1: I got some friends that are getting ready to buy their, their first house and they're super excited about this whole thing. And do you have any tips for first time homebuyers or just homebuyers in general? Because this is a tip I learned after we bought our first house back in 2006. And this is a tip that I, I wish I knew going into it. And my tip is. Really get to know the neighborhood. Visit the neighborhood at all kinds of different hours. Visit the neighborhood. Sit in front of the house on a Saturday afternoon. Visit there on a Sunday morning. Visit on a Tuesday night. On a Wednesday morning. Truly get a feel for the neighborhood that you're moving into. Because I think think neighborhoods change as days of the week go on. Because our first house... I look back at it. Every time we went to visit the first house and we're looking at buying it, we went after, like, when I was done the radio show. My wife did sales for the radio station, so it was easy for us to shoot over there. So we just looked at it weekdays between, like, I don't know, like 11 and 3. Very, very quiet. We moved in. First weekend there, there was a lot going on. And so I I wish that was something I did where I went back and pulled in on a weekend on a Saturday and sat there on a Saturday afternoon and saw what the neighborhood was like because two different neighborhoods, weekdays. Super quiet, calm, and relaxed on the weekends. Man, it was a madhouse.
5: I, I I've d- done that like going different times of the day. I never really thought about different days of the week. I just you know I figure go in the morning, go at night, go check out. You know, you know what. Things are like at the night, during the night? Mm-hmm. Is it busier? Cars parking on the street? Are you okay with that? Stuff like that. But yeah, I never thought about going at, on different days.
1: Do you have any tips for first time home buyers? If so, what are they? 702, 364, 9,400. Or is there a lesson that you learned the hard way after you bought your first house, thinking, man, I wish I would have done that that way?
0: Steph, what were you told? I'm not a homeowner, but they were saying, you know, when you buy your home, make sure you know these three things. Make sure that the cell service is good in case the Wi-Fi cuts out or whatever it may be. You turn it off when you go and check out a home and you see your bars. That's the first tip. The second tip was parking for your guests just in case, you know, you have people over. You don't want them to be walking super far and that the parking is great. And the last thing was plumbing. And I said, plumbing? How How would you check that? To make sure plumbing is good I didn't get an answer So I don't know If you go to the bathroom And you just flush the toilet While you're there But that's a great Great tip That I found out From one of my friends
5: and Man I wouldn't be In my current house If we would have done The cell service thing We get horrible Cell Do service you? in my area But I, I would take that still Yeah You know I mean our, We have Wi-Fi, So it's fine But you know When the Wi-Fi goes out I can just tell Because my texts Don't go through The cell service Is really bad I'm, I'm We're just like In a dark spot Everything around Is perfect But where we are, it's just we don't get any kind of self service.
1: Great tip though. So going into it saying, okay, love the house. We can deal with the self service, but no, we're going into that. So we're going to need to have a landline so we can make calls. And our house is the house is golden, but there's a couple spots driving up to our house. Where I just know, boom, it's just going to be dead for like half a mile. So I'm on the phone with someone. I either got to immediately interrupt them like, hey, I'm about to hit a, a dead spot or just let it go dead and call them back in two minutes.
5: We're going to go to your calls here or you can text us 702-364-9400. Jennifer, what's your advice for a first time homeowner? Hi, so we bought
6: an older home in a unincorporated neighborhood here in Vegas, and our sewer line blew for $80,000, our HVAC was crushed, and all of our electrical was incorrect, and our plumbing all ran uphill. And the inspector covered his behind by saying, water runs, toilet flush, heat works, air works, but not a specific professional, Seek professionals for further, like,
5: Checking. Oh, Oh, that is such a pain. Home ownership is expensive. You need to have a a little nugget socked away just in case of an emergency like that. That actually goes down to what Aiden is saying. Start a home repair account day one and both add money each check. Things break and the costs build up fast. Narita says make sure you have money saved for the down payment. Yeah, that'll save you on your monthly payments, that's for sure.
1: Also, make get that finance letter before you go looking, because that's what uh, Laura and I did. We're like, let's start looking at houses. We're looking at stuff. I'm like, this house is beautiful. Let's do this one. Like, oh, we need to get finance first. Okay, this is out of our price range. Let's dial it back a little bit.
5: Yeah, this uh, text just came in. It says, I work for a lender here in Las Vegas tips for a first-time home buyer make sure your real estate agent is telling you everything about the property and how it works make sure your lender is also giving you all the information you need don't buy anything while the loan is in process and save as much money as you can i think the one thing i would say and it might not apply to everyone but it's been uh A great investment for us is get a home warranty. Mm. There's a bunch of uh, different companies out there that offer home warranties, and when something breaks down, yeah, you have to use their company, but... I'm just paying 50 bucks for them to come out and then they're paying for the rest of it. So a home warranty has been like the best investment for us.
1: So coming up here around 825, we have the Apple HomePod Mini. That's going to be yours when you win heads up. And right before that, we got to try it Tuesday.
5: Yeah, we're going to try something kind of sweet today, but it's definitely starting to go viral. I'm seeing more and more people posting about this on TikTok what is it and why is it timely? We'll tell you all about it coming up next. It's Mixed 94.1.
3: It's
1: Adele, Easy On Me, and that song is still the number one song in the country. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning, that Apple HomePod Mini in about five minutes when we do Heads Up.
5: And it is Tuesday. That means it is time for Try It Tuesday, where we are going to try something give you our honest review before you decide if you want to buy it or maybe try the trend or dye the hair or buy the piece of exercise equipment or whatever. We're going to try the things that people are talking about right now. Now, if you are on Facebook, you can jump on. We are live streaming. You can watch us while we try today's item, which is actually two items that, um, Are being talked about already, like little chirps here and there. And I think it's going to get bigger and bigger as the days progress because it is related to Valentine's Day. And what is one of the biggest gifts on Valentine's Day? Candy. Candy. (laughs) So we have two Valentine's Day candies that I have never tried before. I don't know if these are brand new, but I'm seeing a lot of talk on them on social media, and uh, the, the reasons why is because they're, they're two unprecedented flavors. I I guess um two flavors I've never tried um in either of these brands. So it should be worth it. Should be worth it, and it should be a good try. It Tuesday. I'm hoping. I'm hoping.
1: I'm excited about this. Yeah, this uh these are new to me. So I'm looking forward to doing this.
5: Okay, the first one that we've been seeing on social media is this. They are raspberry cream kit kats Mm. now um some of the reviews that i've seen people are saying that these are much lighter than the normal kit kats they have a nice fruity flavor to them let's talk about calories here you can have four of these single serving uh kit kats for 170 calories Four pieces, 22 carbohydrates, 16 grams of sugar. Um, but everybody is saying that these raspberry ones are so good. I've had different flavors of Kit Kats. We actually did the gingerbread Kit Kats during the holidays, mm-hmm. which were really good. But I've never had a fruity Kit Kat. Well, actually, I had the apple pie one before. Have you guys had one before?
1: Just the stuff we did here in the show. And I would say, what, four of these would probably be like a regular serving of Kit Kats. do you think two of these is one normal Kit Kat size bar?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe I would maybe say maybe not or they're... a third of it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they seem really
5: small, but who knows? Tiny. You put, a, 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 put them together. But nice if you just want a taste of something. So they're pink. They smell fruity. Oh, they, they smell they... like Starburst to me.
0: Yeah, and just prepping them, uh, just taking the bag and cutting it open, you can smell the raspberry. It smelled so good. So I'm looking forward to this Kit Kat. All
1: right. Oh, yeah. That does smell like a Starburst. That smells delicious. Okay. Mm.
0: I'm going to go. I just took my bite.
5: And yeah, it is fruity. I've never had this this fruity of a Kit Kat before. But I'm a fan so far. I got to let it. I have a way of eating Kit Kats, so I gotta let it melt on my tongue before I give my full review.
0: And I love how JC took a bite and he stepped away from the mic because he knows the chewing, the, the chewing. Is So sweet. How did you like it, JC? I,
5: I
1: like like a lot. It kind of it reminds me of a cereal, and I can't place which cereal. It's some some kind of cereal. Like I feel like when I'm eating this, I'm eating a breakfast cereal. A very sugary, sweet. It's delicious. So sweet. So good. But I feel I can't. Fruity Pebbles? Maybe. Or the Frankenberry? Maybe a Fruit Loop. Yes. Oh. Maybe a Fruit Loop. Yeah. And the uh, the cream is like the milk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: I can see that. Do you guys remember the cream savers? The hard candy cream savers? Those were so good. They remind me of those. The the tasty ones. And sometimes they have... They have the have, strawberries and cream one, right? That's the one. And they have like cough drop ones that don't even taste like cough drops. They just taste like such sweet. These
5: Goodness. are really
1: good.
0: I'm a fan yeah. of the raspberry ones. I was kind of like, I mean, I'm not
5: the biggest raspberry fan, but these uh, raspberry cream Kit Kats, I, I very much enjoy them. These the, are very good.
1: It's, uh, it's a it's a very creamy taste. I like that. Yeah. It kind of overrides the raspberry. I'm the same way. If it was all raspberry, ooh, the creaminess overrides it, and I feel like I'm eating cereal. It's good.
5: Usually, I get kind of chocolated out during valentine's day like everything is chocolate 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 and it's like you, you take a little break uh but this this is nice but it's good just going on that note the chocolate note we moved to the next one and i've been seeing talk about these all over i don't know if it's because they're so great or if it's because it's it's based off of a dessert that a lot of people <sighs> really love but we are going to also try lava cake hershey's kisses Mm. lava cake you guys so these hershey kisses apparently are the texture of lava cake where inside you have that runny Mm -hmm. chocolatey little middle inside you can have six of these lava cake hershey kisses for um 120 calories you got 15 grams of sugar and 19 carbohydrates on this lava cake Hershey kisses. Oh. Anybody want to go first?
1: So, when we bite into these things, there's going to be like f- liquid inside. There's yeah. going to be a little explosion.
5: I feel like you got to let it melt. Wh- I kind of oh, want to just bite halfway through yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see what's on the inside. Okay, go for it. Go for it. What you got?
0: Oh, yes. Mmm. There's a little chocolate <laughs> in there. Look at that. Oh, it's going to get messy. I got to eat it all. But it's yes. runny. The center is runny and liquidy, and you mm mm-mm. you could taste the lava.
5: Oh, wow. It's dripping everywhere. <laughs>
1: there's a lot of lava in there.
5: If you can see it, it's like...
1: Yeah, it's in your fingers. It's
5: dripping out.
1: There's that much in there. Oh, it wow. is
0: good. It's very rich. Very rich. It tastes kind of like a brownie.
1: It is a, tastes like a brownie.
5: That's exactly what it tastes like. As a matter of fact, there's a brownie lava cake recipe oh. on the package
1: oh those are good those are too good
5: mm. how
1: many four is what a serving
0: no you can have um six
1: what's a, a good amount
0: i just recommend when you eat it just put the whole thing in your mouth yeah. mm-hmm. i think we did it just right now just to see if there was anything in the middle but just stuff it all in it is amazing
1: go all in that's a delicious one quite the surprise too i wasn't expecting that in the center
0: so, so if you had to pick one of these
5: two which one would you pick
1: I would go with the Kit Kat because the uh, the little kiss there. The lava cake is a little bit too rich for me. It's good. It's really good. But if I was if I would have more, I would go with Kit Kat. I like that uh, creamy flavor.
0: I would yep. I would go opposite. I love the kiss. I love the kisses because I'm more of a chocolate girl than the raspberry and cream. And I can go rich chocolate for days. You layer me up with chocolate. <laughs> you get triple chocolate for me. <laughs> okay.
5: I I think I I mean they're really good both of them. But I think I go with you, JC. I just like the different taste with the raspberry one i've never had a raspberry flavored candy before like that that was creamy and i really like that kind of surprise taste on my palate so i would go that first but i did love those lava cake so there you go some ideas we just got a text here said great thanks a lot there goes my diet now i have to get some of these hershey (laughs) kisses yeah highly recommend or um I'll be carrying these with me for the next few days. So if you see me out and about, ask for one. I'll <laughs> give it candy. Yeah, yeah. here you go. Here's some candies. Hey,
6: Martinez. <laughs> Thank
5: you. <laughs> You're my favorite person right now, Martinez.
1: Tossing out candies to strangers. <laughs> <Yeah>, I've
5: <laughs> some candy.
6: The Willy Wonka
1: of Las Vegas.
5: <laughs> I only have one bag of each, so get them while they last. That's good. That's
1: really good. <laughs> uh, we got to do a combo try both at the same time.
5: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: A little mix and match. Uh,
5: raspberry chocolate. Ooh, I like ooh, it.
1: Those are really good. Uh, try it Tuesday. We do it every Tuesday. Man, what a switch that versus that, that stupid gum. We did a couple. It,
5: isn't it nice to have a, yes. a happy one? We where deserve we're all that. Like, that was nice, oh, and mm. we're, we're not crying after work. <laughs> I thought I was going to call in sick for work the next oh, day. No, know. Saying, had... that
1: army crawling to the couch in oh, pain.
5: Oh. And GI issues for six days after oh. that. It was awful.
1: <laughs> Here we go. We want caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up, and this is a great prize for you.
5: We have a very cool Apple HomePod mini to give away this morning courtesy of electra records you can listen to forest blacks fall into me on mix 94.1 you can listen to our show and all you got to do is be caller 20 right now pick your category pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win caller 20 play 702-364-9400
3: it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
5: Hey, Ginny, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing great. so great. Congratulations. You're color 20. You get to play Heads Up. We want to get you this Apple HomePod Mini. So pick a category. Do you want to go with Green Means Go, Sugar Rush, Toy Chest, or Shark Tank? Ooh. Let's do Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, it is. We are having a Sugar Rush after trying Mm. a Tuesday this morning. (laughs) National Chocolate Day is on Thursday. So these are all different types of desserts. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'm going to pick you, Mercedes. Okay. I
4: one with you last
1: time. Oh, Let's here we go, Jenny. Make it, uh, make it a second time. You got 60 seconds on the clock, and if you win, you get that Apple HomePod Mini. Ladies, you start now.
5: These are like smaller little treats with frosting on them. They come in different flavors. Milkshake. Yes, this is. Um, this brings all the boys to the yard. Uh, Milkshake. Yes, this is apple, cherry, um, pumpkin. I've. Yes. This is, um, you you melt a bunch of chocolate and then you stick things in it, um, like uh, on a Dippy stick. Zippy chocolate. It, it would, but but it, what is it called? It's like, they also make it out of cheese. Um... Oh, let, let's pass. Um, yeah. Not Jello. O. Yes, it's fondue, yes. Okay, this is not Jello, but it's the other one that's chocolate. Foding. Yes. This is when you take a graham cracker, a marshmallow, and chocolate. More. Yes. yes! With time to
4: spare. You got it, Ginny. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. You're so fun.
1: Oh, <laughs> Ginny, you're fun, and you crushed it. And you got the Apple HomePod Mini, courtesy of Electra Records, so you can listen to Forrest Black's Fall Into Me right here on. On Mix 94.1. Congratulations. Awesome.
0: Thanks, you, guys.
1: We love it. And we'll have more of these Apple HomePod minis tomorrow morning when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. We do it right around 825. It's Mix 94.1. Mix
5: 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is 840. I just realized I forgot my profi this morning.
1: Got gotcha, your profi? My profi. Is this is a new medication you're taking? <laughs> no. It's
5: a it's a combination of two things and I was just I was reading some articles on it last night and maybe it was a subliminal thing that I forgot it because some people were saying that this new trend of drinking profi may not be very good for you but my friend got me hooked on it. And so is there a combination of two things that normally do not go together but you like to mix it up? because either you like the way it tastes or you get some sort of health benefits from it. Like we, what is the weird food or drink combination? Maybe he's just, he just tastes so good. But the two things that you normally don't combine that you combine, cause you love it. 702-364-9400. My, my friend, she drinks profi every morning and profi is a combination of her protein powder and espresso. And she puts, she puts, gets an espresso and she puts her protein powder in there and she drinks it and it's so good so I was like I decided well I'm not really getting espresso in the morning but I have my coffee and I always drink a protein shake at some point during the day so why not just dump my premier protein shake into my coffee and then mix it all up and it tastes like a chocolate it's, it's like a mocha it's mm-hmm. so good so I've been doing that and then I'm reading so this article last night saying that you know a lot of people are doing that because they, they you know it helps with the increase in your metabolism with the caffeine and then you have the benefits of the protein, but they're saying that... It could cause irregular heart rates, arrhythmias, dehydration, and I'm like, oh, so maybe profi is not the way I want to go. But I love the taste of it. It's just I'm gonna drink them separately. Why not throw them? together? Yeah,
1: it's gonna it end up in the same spot. It's gonna it end up in your belly. That's they're all going down in the same spot. Because I've heard of uh, it's so it's like um like a post workout people have their protein shakes and putting instant coffee inside there. So the coffee doesn't you need that really truly really need that hot water to I think to kind of dissolve that 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 coffee. But it's almost the same effect, is it not?
5: Um, I would think so. I mean, it. It just sounds like it's kind of the opposite of what we're doing. Like, we're starting with the coffee, putting the protein. Uh, she does powder, but I do like the actual already made shake. Uh-huh. But that that sounds like just the opposite. Is there is there a weird food or drink combination that you swear by whether it's health benefits or or just because it tastes good and it may sound weird what is it 702-364-9400 I, I love it I love profi. it's so good
1: it says <laughs> I'm gonna try I might do that today that's my workout do um do the have my protein shake a little scoop of instant coffee get my protein a little caffeine boost and I'm ready to go for the rest of the afternoon have you ever tried apple pie with a slice of cheese on top
5: Yeah, when I, well, I haven't tried it, but when I would work, um, when I worked uh, waiting tables, people would order that all the time, all the time. Can you please put a slice of cheese on my apple pie? And I just never understood. And I have to go to the cooks. But can I have a piece of cheese? And they're like, why? I'm like, they want it on their pie. So then I stick the pie in the microwave, and here you go.
1: Yeah, because that, that, that was like a big, when I worked at the hotel um, back east, that was like something they had on the on the menu, the different pies and stuff. But that was always a big thing for people to get a, a slice of uh, what's um, a la mode or with a scoop of ice cream. But that was very common for people back east in the northeast to get apple pie with a slice of cheese on top of it. I, I never tried it, though.
5: I, maybe that's a try a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Maybe we do that next. Because it's
1: a thing. It's been a thing for a long time. Is it a generational thing, more like grandparents? people It so older just does do it?
5: not sound good to me at all. But at the same time, I've had apples with cheese before, and I like that. But I don't know what it is about apple pie with a slice of cheese on it. That just sounds awful to apples me. Apples with
1: cheese? You're, you're melting the cheese on top of the apple? Yeah.
5: No, I like just uh, cold cheese. Oh, like a charcuterie board with slices. Yeah, Yeah, there's uh cheese and there's apples and then you take a bite of both at the same time. I never melted it on there. But I guess like maybe with fondue, some people do. I don't know. That sounds like fondant to me. Uh, Let's talk to Amber. Amber, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you mix up that does not typically get mixed up?
0: I drink a glass of milk and I eat a pickle at the same time. Oh, my.
5: Okay, tell us why this is so delicious. I have no idea.
0: I've been doing it since I was a little girl.
1: What kind of milk? It right, just tastes r- good. Whole milk, soy milk, cocoa milk, coconut milk? Uh, no, just super percent milk.
5: Yeah, there's something so wholesome about drinking just regular, <laughs> r- regular two percent milk that takes me back to being a kid. Like it makes me feel like a kid. And then also the, with the pickles, that when you said that, I just felt like being a kid again because it sounds like something I would have done as a kid and you always want that feeling right such a carefree time yeah. in your life uh this text just came in it says i love coffee with a protein shake i had a chocolate plant-based protein uh, veggie mix and add coffee almond milk frozen banana and spinach so good this one says a peanut butter and cheese sandwich I think we've got to try it Tuesdays for like the next
1: three weeks. That do, but that doesn't sound bad to me. Same thing with the apple pie with a slice of cheese on top. It doesn't sound grotesque. It doesn't? To me. No, it sounds like something. We, it's because we did olive oil and ice cream, right? Yeah. And that, yeah. Well, that wasn't bad. We made a little, a little uh, sea salt on there. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually.
5: Elevate it. This one says sour cream and pickle Doritos sandwich. That sounds really good to me for some reason. What,
1: wait, what is this? this is this a sandwich? What is it?
5: It's a sandwich with sour cream, right. pickles, and Doritos.
1: Okay. The, the, White it, bread? What are we using?
5: Uh, your bread of choice. I don't okay. know. They don't specify here. Got this, it. this one says, I like cheddar cheese on a peanut butter and jam sandwich from Brianna a lot of peanut butter and cheese mixtures here. I'm I'm feeling like we're missing out on something. We might need to try this for some reason.
1: Coming up next we do have the hot three. What do you got for us?
5: Okay, what is the key to being happy at the office? The answer may surprise you. We'll tell you what it is. Also, What's more annoying when it comes to groceries, shopping or delivery? We're going to talk about the things that are annoying us the most. And an inmate's girlfriend tried to trick a jail into letting her boyfriend go. Wait until you hear how she tried to get this done. It's coming up next in the Hot 3.
1: A shade on Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning.
3: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch ninety four point one.
1: The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Having
5: an active, uh, intimate life could lead to increased job satisfaction at work. Researchers who fa- found that people who prioritize their love lives at home head into the workday with more enjoyment and focus the following day. Now the positive qualities following intimacy included a better mood that stretched into the following day, more sound sleep, and higher marital satisf- satisfaction in general, which in turn tends to just make people happier all around. Researchers say that intimacy releases dopamine and oxytocin in the brain, which improves your mood, it makes people feel bonded to their partner. The research also found that a stressful day at the office can have negative effects on an employee's physical you know, life at home. When people are working so hard that their relationships suffer, they're less likely to perform well at work. So the, the researchers suggest a clear separation of work life and home life. When you're home, you don't work. When you work, you don't worry about home.
1: Hmm, I don't have that. It's all just kind of blends together, and I like it.
5: It does. Yeah,
1: so like I think you're the same way. You're doing work at home and getting ready for the show, and it's for me that it, it blends together. But I, I love my work life a lot, and I love my personal life. So it's, to me, it's not a, a bad thing that they're blended together.
5: I do think there is. A, it is important to keep some separation there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I do work from home, but I give myself, you know, when I do that, I I try not to like make it too much about work at home. Like, I try to be present and be there, not just as someone who works, but is a mom and a wife. And so I do think you need to have that separation at some point, too. Otherwise, your your whole life is about work, you know? And that's all of it. I don't know. To me, I, I want different dimensions.
1: Oh, no, I agree. Like, yeah, I want balance. I want my JC time. Trust me, I want a lot of JC time and going to the gym and not worrying about work. But I think they, I don't, when I leave here, I don't turn the radio station back on until I walk in the building tomorrow morning. Like, I'm I'm going to be doing work in the afternoon.
5: Oh, yeah, you work. Yeah, you're always working. I mean, it's, uh, but that's what you
1: like, right? But no, what I'm saying with you, we, we, I guess you misunderstand what I'm saying. So, okay, like, I, I'm lost. No, like, when we leave here at 1030... We're not going to turn it off until we come back in at 5.30 the next day. We're getting ready and prepping and doing stuff throughout the oh, day. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. But but not all day long.
1: No, no. Yeah, yeah, you need I balance. Be- yeah. I definitely know yeah. what you're saying
5: now. Um, also this morning, thanks to the pandemic, uh, more people are doing their grocery shopping online, which lets them avoid all the annoying things about grocery stores in exchange for all the, you know, annoying things about grocery delivery. So a recent survey asked people to rank the most irritating things about grocery shopping in person and here are your top answers oh and think about this which do you prefer grocery shopping in person or doing it online so in person irritating things long lines stores rearranging inventory oh that is the worst when your like store is set up and you you know the setup and you know where things go and you have your path and then they up and change the whole thing you walk in and all of a sudden you're in the produce section you're like wait this is supposed to be the deli what happened you feel your whole new store I? yeah uh-huh. <laughs>
6: um,
5: other carts in your way other shoppers invading your personal space and lack of stock those are the most annoying things that people say they the issues they find with shopping in person the top irritating things about shopping for groceries online getting those substitute items that you don't like or you don't want Items being out of stock or unavailable, just missing items. All in general, struggling to get a delivery slot and not being able to get a delivery slot that is convenient for you. So, which would you pick? Which do you prefer, in person or just having the delivery?
1: I mean, in person, you're saving a lot of money by going in person. But I, I do love Instacart. I use Instacart a lot, and I have just learned from using it over the past year is to I always have my phone. With me. So hopefully, if they have a question about a replacement or something, I can answer them back. And I love when they send you photos like, hey, it's out of this. Does this work? And then also, too, I try when I place my order, you can give them instructions, and I'll do instructions like, hey, if they don't have this, just leave it out. Or if they don't have it, these are the substitutions I would like. And if they don't have it, just move on. Don't worry about it.
5: I, I I prefer going in person. You said you save a lot of money by going in person. I'm the opposite. I spend more when I go do in you person because really? I see all the stuff. I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks good. Oh, we'll try that. If I order it, then they're just going to bring me what I asked for, hopefully, uh, unless they have to substitute it. But this is why my husband does our grocery shopping, because if I go, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. Oh, this looks good. And, and he's just like, why do we have all this stuff? I don't know. I thought I'd try it.
1: Yeah, you see new chips, new... Something, yeah. yeah. Something catches your eye. You're not going to get that with Instacart. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll start doing that. Like, hey, this is available. Yeah,
5: we saw you like this. <laughs> Would you like to try this? I bet
1: you that'll, that'll come down the line at some point.
5: Uh, I'm sure it will. It's the suggestive shopping mm-hmm. that they teach you to do in person in retail. Now they're going to do it on Instacart. All right, finally this morning, this is pretty dumb, but also how crazy is it that jails still use technology this old? A county jail in Tupelo, Mississippi got a fax... This month that said one of its inmates was up for release. That's how they normally do it. So the facts itself wasn't weird, but they did notice a few irregularities with the request. So they called the courthouse that it came from to make sure it was legit. The people at the courthouse didn't know what they were talking about because they didn't send it. So the cops did some digging and they realized who did it. They figured out that the number the facts came from had been spoofed. So it looked like it came from the court. But it actually came from the inmate's girlfriend. 28-year-old Stephanie House was arrested on Thursday and confessed to sending the fake facts to get her boyfriend out of jail. She's facing fraud charges, and they also found drug paraphernalia, so they may attack on a charge for that, too. But the fact that they were this close uh-huh. to doing it, like, ah, oh, yes, you need to let my boyfriend go. hes uh, And they fax it over. Like, come on, maybe it's time to to switch up the facts and at least do it via email. Come on.
1: That's what, that what surprises me this whole entire story. They're using a fax machine still. Is it the old paper that curls up too when it comes out?
5: Oh, maybe they've moved on to the actual <laughs> good paper. Who knows? It's mixed 94.1.
2: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
7: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.
1: Sonic smoking out the window. An evening with Silk Sonic, Park MGM. That starts at the end of February, runs through the end of May, and tickets for that uh, mini residency there are on sale right now. So la- last night it was kind of a little special treat for me because last night I did breakfast for dinner. Last night, oh, so good. As a kid, that was such a special treat. It was such a rare thing. Like, what? We're having cereal for dinner? What is going on? Or eggs for dinner? So now when I do that as an adult, I was just just running around busy and stuff. And by the time I ordered dinner, it was going to be too late. I'm like, what can I make? Like, I got eggs. I got bread. I'll do breakfast for dinner. And it was just. Sitting down last night, it just it just felt so good. Special little treat for me.
5: It, it indicated lack of planning on my mom's part when we had <laughs> breakfast for dinner. I was like, oh, mom didn't go to the store. We got to make do. But I always appreciated it because it was just even for breakfast. I didn't get that stuff very often. It, it was usually on a Sunday that we would get it. So to get it, you know, pancakes for dinner on a Tuesday night, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Oh, you didn't you didn't plan ahead, but. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that.
1: And that is a great, what what was a special treat for you as as a kid? 702-364-9400. Because Monday through Friday, even on Saturdays, breakfast was always just cereal. Come down, eat cereal. And I was cool with that. It was like a Sunday or like a rare occasion where the kids would get served eggs. That was like the parents' breakfast.
5: Yeah, I think it's like a, a treat for us always was soda mm. uh, because we did not get to drink soda except on the weekends. So when we, you know, Friday came along and it was always out of the two liter bottle. Yes. My dad would open, who wants some soda? I'm like, oh my gosh. And they were all so excited. And he always bought like the off brand kind, like whatever the good value one was or like Shasta or whatever. That That's what we got. If it was Coca-Cola, that was for him. He got the Coca-Cola. We got the Shasta. So I didn't complain. I was very excited about that. But I, that was always a special thing for me to get soda.
1: In that old two-liter container. And and when we would have that until that was empty. Because same thing. It was a Friday. It was a weekend treat. I would never put ice in my glass because I wanted more soda. And after like a week, that stuff would be flat. But we drank until it, it was gone. We're not, getting, not opening up a new container of soda until the old one is finished. Do you it- remember? Go ahead. Ozzy, do you remember Chips Ahoy, the chewy, soft cookies when they came out?
5: No. They're different than regular yeah, Chips Yeah, they were
1: like Chips Ahoy soft batch, I think they were called, and they were like Chips Ahoy cookies, but they were just, they were soft instead of crunchy, and we always had just the regular Chips Ahoy, and when my mom would bring home the chewy or soft baked Chips Ahoy, that was a special treat.
5: That uh, That sounds good. I haven't had that before. Let's talk to Leslie. Leslie, what was that special treat for you?
0: So it was always when my dad would take me shooting, um, and he'd say, don't tell your mom, do you want to go get a cheeseburger? Oh. <laughs> like, yes, yes, I do.
5: And, and where did he take you?
0: Uh, McDonald's. And, and also then we would at, at drive back, we would get the hot dogs from some gas stations. So gas station hot dogs and McDonald's. <laughs> and,
5: well, why are gas so, station so, hot dogs the best? Like, they oh. are the best.
0: When your dad takes you, it's perfect. And,
5: <laughs> and then you especially get,
0: especially when he says, "Don't
5: tell mom." Yes, it was right? like your own little secret. And then you got one of those fountain sodas from the, from the place too. It's like, yes. oh man, it doesn't get much yeah. better than this. That was the best. Yeah, you know?
1: don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Did you have a go to as a kid, Mercedes? Like your McDonald's order as a kid? Like what was your go to? Because that was the same thing. That fast food was a, a, tr- a rarity in our house, uh, and it was a treat. And I would just we went to McDonald's. I would, I would get a Happy Meal, and I was so excited about that.
5: Yeah, that cheeseburger Happy Meal with no pickles or onions on <laughs> on the uh, cheeseburger. That was always my go-to meal. And then I gravitated towards the chicken McNuggets Happy Meal, which I quite enjoyed with the hot mustard sauce. That uh-huh. was always a delicious treat. And then as I as my taste got more refined and I got older. It was all about Taco Bell. (laughs) A whole transition over Taco Bell. Taco Bell Bell was like where I wanted to go. Please, can we go to Taco Bell? I
1: didn't have Taco Bell. I was eight. No, I was 19 when I first had Taco Bell. Because we didn't have them close to our house. So I was dating a girl. She was like, you never had it? We drove like 45 minutes just so I could try Taco Bell. And she ordered for me. And it was um, uh, the Mexican pizza, which was one of my favorites. Do they still have that at Taco Bell?
5: I haven't been for years. I don't think so.
1: And then there was like a seven-layer burrito, which she she got me, and that was like my go-to order, and I, that was like my standard until finally like one day, like I ventured off into the different menu items at Taco Bell.
5: Oh, it's a, it's a perfect way to make your your Mexican family cringe that you would rather go to Taco Bell <laughs> than anywhere
1: else. My family was <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> Steph, what was a treat for you as a kid?
0: Oh, the frosted donuts from Hostess. The you know the the chocolate outside and the yellow dough inside. I would dunk that in some milk on Saturdays when my mom would bring it home from a bakery. Oh, that was
5: so good. But looking back, because I used to love those too, but weren't they kind of like waxy? Was that frosting kind of waxy to you?
0: Are you talking about the outside of it? Like yes. on top of the chocolate now that I think about it? <laughs> you're right. It was kind of like wax. So, but I loved it. I didn't care. It Had an like, extra shine to
5: it
1: yeah, on the top. exactly. <laughs> mom, why are the donuts all shiny? Just eat them. This makes 94.1.
3: Come on, it Trouble, trouble, trouble. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1.
5: You just heard her, Taylor Swift. She's trending this morning. She's calling out Blur frontman Damon Albarn for... Claiming that she does not write her own music. So it all started when he did this interview with the Los Angeles Times and the front man of Blur. He also performed as part of the Gorillas, said that it was hard to play a concert behind a piano rather than as part of a band. And the interviewer mentioned, well, Taylor Swift is someone who's able to pull it off, to which he responded She doesn't write her own songs. Co-writing is very different to writing. Well, Taylor didn't like that, and she responded on social media. She wrote, I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write all my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really bleeped up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself, in case you were
1: wondering. Yeah, he flat out said, she does not write her own songs. like, I'm not sure if she writes it, or he just flat out makes that statement. Like a statement. The
5: guy from Blur knows. You know, he knows.
1: Do you think she was a fan of Blur before? Do you think she truly was a fan of Blur? She may have been, or the, uh, the the gorillas. I didn't realize he was in the gorillas. Yeah,
5: so an hour after that tweet, He walked back his statement and he apologized. He said, I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally," he said. "The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand.
1: But it's not clickbait. Clickbait, I think, in my mind, is the, they're twisting his words to get us to, to hopefully read this article. And most people are just reading the headline and not reading the article. You read the article. He flat out says Taylor Swift does not write her own songs. There's no clickbaiting there. That's the real deal. What
5: if it? What if it was uh, edited to to look like that? What if he said? there's one thing I know that is false, and that's that she doesn't write her own songs. (laughs) What if they left that beginning part out, and they just put that part in. It's right there, like, you
1: gotta read this long (laughs) LA
5: Times article. (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) forgot. Uh, Also trending this morning is When We Were Young, the highly anticipated festival has added another date after selling out of the first two. The additional date is going to take place on Saturday, October 29th at the Las Vegas Festival grounds. The festival is going to feature the same lineup on All three dates, with a few exceptions. There's a few bands that are playing on this day and not on this one. But for the most part, it's all the same. Um, Some of the artists that will be performing include My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI, The Used, All-American Rejects, Avril Lavigne, and Dashboard Confessional. There will be pre-sale beginning next Monday at 10 a.m. for uh, fans who sign up. At, uh we when we were young to get early access and then any remaining tickets after that will go on sale at two o'clock that same day
1: three nights that classifies it as a residency. I mean, <laughs>
5: it's just going to be every weekend, the when When We Were Young festival. That's great news. Every weekend. Um, and then finally this morning, Punxsutawney Phil is trending. Groundhog Day is quickly approaching, and the star of the day is going to wish you good tidings for a small fee. Punxsutawney Phil is now available to book on Cameo. Yes, cameo That's the site that allows you to purchase video greetings from celebrities from Lindsay Lohan to Chuck Norris to Lance Bass. And now the Groundhog is getting in on the action. A personalized video will cost you $115 and the beloved rodent is willing to wish you more than just a happy Groundhog Day. Needless to say, he can't actually speak, but... In most of his videos, he will blink as his handler, Rainmaker, AJ Dream, relays the message for him. So, you know, you have your choice. Do you want to go? I wonder, okay, let's see. He's $115. Let's see who's in that same price range, okay? You you, you have $115 to spend. And what who's who's that price or less, okay? Would you rather have... Punxsutawney Phil, or for $10 more, Mia Hamm, the soccer U.S. women's soccer legend?
1: Uh, I would go with Mia Hamm.
5: Okay, I would too. Uh, for $115, would you rather go with Punxsutawney Phil or... Jiggly Caliente, the uh, one of the TV personalities from RuPaul's
1: Drag Race. I'm not familiar with that person, so I would go with Punxsutawney Phil. No offense. I just don't know who the person is. I know who Phil is.
5: Okay. Would you rather go with Punxsutawney Phil or, for just $10 more, $125, David Foster, the musician, singer,
1: songwriter, producer? You know, I met him once. He was here at the radio station. Nice guy. So I would go with... I haven't met Punxsutawney Phil. I'd go with Phil. How okay. about you?
5: Um. Uh, I think I would go with David Foster. Would you? Okay. Because you might get a little Catherine McPhee thrown in there for an extra bonus. A oh, the bonus. She's there in the background. Pops uh, yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. You got $115. You can get Punxsutawney Phil or for $25, William Hung from American Idol.
1: Hmm. Oh, boy. I got... Uh...
5: The correct answer is William Hung. Okay. Save the money and go
1: with Hung? Yes. I mean, you can
5: have him do it over four times.
1: (laughs) I want four calls from William Hung. And it's me, William Hung, again.
5: That's what's trending.
1: Machine Gun Kelly. We've got a classic from Katy Perry coming up. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning.
5: And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you missed anything, you can always go back and check out our podcast. We've got everything on there that you may have missed, including our Try a Tuesday for today. It was a really good one, a sweet one, uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. Of course, we have got some great conversations that we had this morning. Check it out on our Podcast. You can download it on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts, or at Mix941.fm. We are out of here. J-Love is on the way next, and right now it is time for the line of the day.
1: Actually, we don't have a line of the day. Today we have the lesson of the day, which is to make sure you hire a quality home inspector before buying a new home. Well, why is that not playing? Mm. Well, hold on one second. Let me hit another button here. Uh-oh,
5: uh-oh. The anticipation.
1: Hey, hey, ready? Here it
5: is. So we bought an
6: older home in a unincorporated neighborhood here in Vegas, and our sewer line blew for $80,000, our HVAC was crushed, and all of our electrical was incorrect, and our plumbing all ran uphill.
1: You want that plumbing going downhill, not uphill. That just doesn't sound good, does it? Yeah, that sounds like that's going to be an issue. Wow. (laughs) That'll do it for show number 1554 of Mercedes in the Morning.
3: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Uh, Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. How powerful is Cox Internet?